Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now a statue is unveiled this week in Newry in County Down to a man who is well loved by football fans. Pat Jennings, who played in goals for Northern Ireland, Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspurs, was back in his hometown to do the honours. He was once rated the best goalkeeper in the world. He was capped 119 times for Northern Ireland. He played in two World Cups and he was the first player to play 1,000 club games in England. Pat Jennings, good morning to you. Hi, Maria. So lovely to chat to you. Listen, let's first of all talk about the statue in Newry. It looks like a really good likeness. How much of an honour, Pat, is it to have that in your hometown? Absolutely fantastic. Couldn't believe it, uh, really. It's been worked on the last two or a uh, couple of years, two and a half years. Friends of mine, friends of Big Pat, uh, Kevin McAllister and Laurie Powell, friends, uh, Adrian Toner, they all got together and got a committee together. And uh, they, they have set it up, done a fantastic job. I mean, it was always something that I've watched other people getting statues and veil, but never thought it would ever happen to me. But whenever I look back, I have, I have had a fantastic career. So yeah. just delighted that it's here in my hometown in Newry. It's truly fantastic and it looks so good as well. And of course, on the day, your very good friend Liam Brady was there. And Pat, he says that you might be the only person to cross the North London divide and be loved by Arsenal and Spurs fans. Do you agree with that? Yeah, one of the lucky ones, yeah, wherever I go. I mean, I've been 43 years now at Spurs, uh, 14 years, 13 years in the first place, whenever I got sold and then went, went to Arsenal and played another eight years there. And then went back to Tottenham for a year before qualifying for the World Cup in 86. And I've been back then on the on the coaching staff at Spurs from 19... 19- 93. Wherever I go, I've never got a bad word to say about Arsenal. They were brilliant to me. But 43 years at Tottenham <laughs> and eight years at, uh, at Arsenal. So, fantastic career. And I had 15 months as well at Watford, where it all started for me in 1962-63. It was your brother, wasn't it, Pat, briefly, who got you into the game, wasn't it? Because I think, you know, when you were at school, you were playing Gaelic. But it was your brother who got you into soccer. Yeah, I actually started playing soccer in the street league here in Newry whenever I was 11 playing in an under-19 league. And my brother played, and that's the same team. We went under the street name. Uh, we adopted famous names. We were Shamrock Rovers and you had the Arsenal and so on and <laughs> so on. So, but that was where it started. And, and unbelievably, I mean, going back, that was 76. The, the, the local council named Jennings Park after where football started for me, which was another fantastic honour. So um, I'm well looked after in this town now with a statue in Jennings Park. And Liam so. Brady also said on the day that you're a really special person, that you deserve to be knighted for what you have done for charity. I know you, you've already got an OBE and a CBE, but tell me a little about some of the work that you have done, Pat. And I've got a KSG as well, <gasps> a knighthood from the Pope which is fantastic well as well. Done. I got that in 1999 for service to charity and that. But I've been involved here for uh, Cooperation Ireland, mm-hmm. trying to get the two communities together way back 35, 36 years. I started that with a great Derek Dugan, you know, mm-hmm. way back, him being Protestant, being Catholic. And uh, I've been working for them since 
uh, we done. We started to do. We done bike rides, fifteen hundred cyclists from Belfast, uh, accompanied them through to Dublin, and then picked up fifteen hundred cyclists and brought them back the next day to Belfast. We done uh, vintage car rallies. Uh, we done swims across from Warren Point to Meath. I didn't do that because I can't swim. <laughs> and then he rang me up, Derek. He says we're doing a walk. So I had done a walk with. Uh, Derek Botham, whenever he walked through Ireland up, uh, from Banbridge to Newry about 10 miles, and I thought that was what he had in mind. I said, what's the walk, Derek? He says, we're doing Dublin Belfast. <laughs> so you can imagine what that was like. He said, Pat, just you do the walk and, and leave the talking to me. So we've done that over the week, and uh, we've finished up. We raised quite a few uh, bit of money for Cooperation Ireland. Fantastic. But that's the sort of stuff and uh, community stuff. I've been involved with the Irish FA and McDonald's on the grassroots programme for 17, 18 years. Gone round the country acknowledging people that do fantastic work in, in uh, grassroots football. And that sort of work brought me right back to where football started for me. So I've really enjoyed that sort of work as well. And, and it's been great getting out to meet the people that, as I say, I do that sort of work. Brilliant. You've had such an amazing career, actually, Pat. And obviously you knew some of the great and the good. I, of course, came across you first in my first job on TV as a researcher on This Is Your Life with Eamon Andrews when we did your life. And I always remember George Best came on and spoke so beautifully and warmly about you. You got on great, you and Georgie Best, didn't you? Yeah, well, George and myself uh, were starting the international team the same night away back 1964. And uh, I hadn't met George. I hadn't played against him at that stage. He was just breaking into the team at uh, Man United. And I was playing for Watford at the time. So I got picked from Watford at 18, just 18. And George was 17. So, as I say, we'd never met. But then once I seen him playing, once we started training, you thought, oh, what a talent this kid's going to be. <laughs> and uh, that's what he, you know, it's just whenever I look back now, I can't believe that from his point of view, that he didn't manage to play in some of the well, the World Cup games for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Whenever we qualified in 82, I think Billy Bingham did look at him at that time and and didn't think that he was up to it. But, I mean, even if he had played for a half an hour, I think it would have been a brilliant job for us. And the 86 World Cup, he was probably just a bit too old at that stage. But uh, it's my one regret for him that such a fantastic player didn't get to play in the World Cup with us. You know, how good was he, Pat? Fantastic. I mean, all the players I've played against uh, since the the Maradonas and people they got. Uh, I mean, for me, George was number one. Mm. So, and I'm just a lovely lad with it as well. Like you know, so as I said, it's, it's just disaster for him the way his life turned out. And whenever I look back over the years, I think maybe Man United. Had they not had they been playing at at uh, the highest level every week, he won the European Cup with them. And had they been up there playing at that level every week, he would have been part of it. You know, maybe he wouldn't have uh, mm. had the drink problem that he had. But they finished up, I think, in the second division, uh, Man U. So I often think back, had they been right up there where they should have been every week playing in Europe, every other week, that George would have been with them. You know, mm. he had a fantastic reputation, and I think that got to him as well. Whenever he couldn't 
beat two or three players and score a goal or a couple of goals in matches. So that was a big disappointment for him. He, he always talked about that. So, And I, I knew what it was like then for me. I was lucky enough to be the only, well, the only present-day goalkeeper in the minute to have won the Football Riders Player of the Year and the PFA Player of the Year. And I know then the sort of pressures that that, that brought to you, having that reputation. Mm-hmm. Your home players knew what you were doing every week. Uh, but whenever you went away to all the grounds, Man United, Liverpool and that, all of a sudden people are looking at you, oh, this is the football of the year. So your, the levels of your game had to step up again. So I knew what George talked about whenever he said about the pressures that he had to live with every game he played. So mm-hmm. that was it. You've had so many career highlights, Pat. Was it the 1,000 club games, the World Cups? I mean, what do you like? Apart from your charity work, what do you like to be remembered for? Well, I was so lucky. I mean, as you say, Miriam, I mean, I won the first FA Cup medal in 1967, uh, Spurs v Chelsea. And in those days, the FA Cup was, it was, that was the only competition that was shown around the world. So for me, for us in those days, that was the, the competition that you had to win, the glamour competition. So, but then I was so lucky. I mean, I won that a couple of times. Uh, we won it again, 79, with all the Irish lads, which was unbelievable. I mean, that'll never happen again. Pat Rice and Sammy Nelson from Northern Ireland, David O'Leary, Liam Brady, Frank Stapleton, and John Devine was a he was a extra man for us as well. And we had two extra players playing for Man U, played for the North as well, Sammy McElroy and Jimmy Nickel. So if you can imagine that in the cup final, and the, but that was the massive competition in those days. And then I won a couple of league cups and the UEFA Cup. And as I say, said earlier, the personal thing was winning that uh, football of the year twice. Fantastic. But I was so lucky throughout my career and what I achieved and that I captained the rest of the world team after the, 80, the 86 World Cup and for Northern Ireland to qualify for two World Cups, 82 against Spain and go out and beat uh, in Spain and beat the host nation one nil on the night. Uh, and then somehow managed to qualify four years later for, for 86 World Cup. What a performance by the team and, and myself, six clean sheets. And then to finish up playing against Brazil on my 41st birthday. I mean, I just I couldn't have written the script for that. You've had such a great career. Football's been so good for you. I love the other day that the boys from your old school were there on Wednesday to form a guard of honour when your statue was unveiled, St. Joseph Boys School in Newry. I gather in the past, one of your teachers there, Pat, famously told you you'd never amount to anything. He was pretty wrong, wasn't he? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He said uh, there was another lad, Niall Clark and myself, he went on, had a couple of massive big garages in Newry and he told the both of us one day that we're both numbskulls who would never do anything. (laughs) So I suppose we haven't done bad. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still loving the game as we come to a close today, Pat? Do you still watch it? I know you were involved for years in Spurs in the background, but are you still involved in football? Do you still love it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been involved on the on the. I was first team goalkeeping coach whenever Jose Ardiles went back as manager, and that was ninety three. And then I worked with all the managers after Rosie, and eventually then I dropped back to working with the academy goalkeepers. And I also worked 
on with the legends on match days at uh, at White Hart Lane, you know. So still heavily involved, and I've also got a Pat Jennings Lounge in the National Stadium here in Belfast at Windsor Park. So the, the FA they invite Ellen and myself in to watch all the games on on oh. uh, the home games here in Belfast. So that's it's lovely to be able to do that as well. It's fantastic, so. and of course you're married to Eleanor, a Newry woman. Yeah, all yeah, those years singer. ago, which is great. <laughs> a lovely singer, um, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you remember that from yeah, Eleanor and Danny boy. Yeah, and I mean talking about singers. I mean Luke Kelly. What a we had a fantastic time with him over the years. He he would. I had my testimony in match, and one of the commissioners come in and said, "There's a Irish lad says he he knows you." So. I went out and who's there, Luke. This was the night of my testimonial in England. And Luke's there with a the guitar and passport in the top pocket. <laughs> and uh, we finished up back at my house that night. He, he played and sang all night for us mm. and uh, stayed with us for three days. <laughs> and I, whenever I was home here, whenever I missed a year here, right through the Troubles, and... Uh, Many times we would have met Luke, picked him up at the border and come down for a game of golf or we would have gone through to Dublin. And it was only an excuse really to, to hear Luke sing. We'd we'll have a great night's uh, You can imagine it singing with Luke. Fantastic nights. And the other great friend of ours was Paddy Riley. Uh, Paddy used to come in, especially the Irish, with the cup finals with the... Uh, the the Arsenal Cup Finals with all the Irish boys and that with four Cup Finals and after the f- official banquets were over Paddy used to move in and entertain us for the rest of the night <laughs> so you can imagine what those nights were like for all the Irish boys absolutely brilliant And you mentioned Luke there and obviously Eleanor is a beautiful singer we might end on your do you have a favourite song Pat we could play? Uh, yeah Luke Kelly The Turn I Love So Well Oh. What a song that is. It's, it brings every town in Northern Ireland. It could be about any town, and especially about this town as well, mm. and especially for me, you know. We'll probably go with the town I love so well, because I know you're yeah. a good friend of Phil Coulter as well, who wrote it, Pat. Yeah, Phil, yeah, Phil wrote it, yeah. And Phil organised Eleanor's, produced Eleanor's songs as in whenever we were the same age in, in London. So that's how far back we go with, with Phil as well. Well, look, Pat Jennings, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. George Best has his statue at Windsor Park and now there's the Pat Jennings statue in Newry and it's a beautiful statue. Delighted for you. Congratulations and thank you very much for speaking to me this morning, Pat. Give my love to Eleanor. Not, not at all. Uh, privilege. Thank you. In 